Hello and welcome to episode 35 of the Critical Twits Gaming Podcast, where today we'll be pitching our ideas for Brexit, the board game. Welcome to episode 35 of the Critical Twits Gaming Podcast. I'm Brian Ennis. I'm Aaron Vinsky. And I'm Joe Lewin. We have decided to take advantage of the current political climate and capitalise on all this new political engagement that we've uh, been having recently. Um, After all, when stock prices tumble and currencies crumble, there's always money to be made by someone. Um, It is the British way. It's usually foreign countries that we pillage and destroy in order to take over their natural resources and money. Um, But I think it's really great that in this modern era, Britain is really pushing ahead and being a world first in fucking itself so that it can exploit its own misery. Yeah, I feel we've we've given this um, the our, our previous mo of uh, yeah let's 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 go in there let's steal their things and fuck with all of their stability over to America that's their project now oh. yes yeah and yeah. we have taken this newfound uh, freedom uh, to yeah strive forward on our own. Well, what I think is really good, we used to go to foreign countries yeah. and sort of take over. But now, after reading the Daily Mail and the Daily Express for the last three months, all the foreigners are over here. So it actually makes sense to pillage our own country uh, for what we can make out of it. Yes, yeah. Um, So what we've decided to do, we're going to let you loyal Twit Army followers in on the sort of the pitching and idea stage for Brexit the board game. Mm. Um, Because we think uh, there's a bit of money to be made and... Quite honestly, Aaron, after we were we were discussing the situation earlier, it seems like we're probably going to need some money fairly fairly soon. Mm. Uh, one of the big advantages of board games being that they don't need electricity to pay. Yes, and they make very good fuel for the evenings when said electricity can't hit your home. Yes, exactly. So if, if and when the pound fully deflates, um, like an old abused lilo, yeah, you won't need electricity to to play it um, and hopefully we can put some really shiny pieces in yes uh, that people could maybe barter for food water or medical care could we potentially um you talked about this uh deflating idea yes if we made the game inflatable yeah we could potentially use it to float over to other countries yeah. should everything go horribly wrong yes my definitely o- my other thought with the shiny pieces is now we've not have to follow EU regulations we yeah. can put a little bit of iridium in the pieces and have it nice and uh, glowy it literally glows in, in the dark so you don't have to worry about the setting yeah. you're playing it in in the shape of our own faces yeah we wouldn't have been able to get away with this in the old days damn you Brussels but now, yeah, we can irradiate. We could even, like any of the currency that we have, we could make it really, really sharp so that in a pinch you could also use Brexit, the board game, to fight off hordes of raiders. Yes. I, I think the correct term there, Brian, is immigrants. Okay. Not raiders. They um, they prefer to be known by their, their uh, proper title. Excellent. Um yeah, so that's uh, that's great. So we're gonna we're gonna take this through. Um, obviously, we're still at the planning stage. Um, so what we'd like to do is hear your ideas for uh, for Brexit, the board game. Um, so you know, while the internet still exists, you can hit us up <laughs> at critical underscore twits on Twitter. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, uh, and you can comment on SoundCloud and you 
YouTube. Yeah, so yeah. don't forget, we're in a democracy and your vote counts. Yes, excellent. If all of you, if at least 50.1% of you uh, want something, then we will add it to the game. No but. matter what it is, no matter how much you change your mind afterwards, it will be happening because that's how these things work. Although I'd like to stipulate now that if it's something I don't personally want and it's a very small minority that have uh, pushed the vote, I'd like a recount and potentially to do the whole thing again. Um, yeah, we might have a petition to re- re-kickstart Brexit the board game yes. afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Round, round two, the, the version we actually wanted. Oh, yes. Excellent. Now, I know, Joe, being our resident rules monkey, you're probably the one who's going to be getting sort of the nuts and bolts and the, the gritty mechanics of how the game works rules monkey again you're being too pc for our new environment rules bastard is perfectly acceptable ah, now. rules bastard bastard of the rules so yeah i i've i've got all kinds of ideas Excellent. Um, i mean i did think because I, I knocked up a prototype earlier okay oh. and i did think that you know for something i mean brexit the board game we're going to simulate um both the referendum Yes. And then the aftermath. Otherwise, it's not Brexit the board game. It's just referendum the board game. Yeah, definitely. Um, And I think we need to really get this uh, excitement that has the entire country engaged currently on ideas they know nothing about. Yeah, I mean, (coughs) knowing that that no matter what you do, there's going to be a Brexit, I thought... The first, my first thought in my prototype was to institute a planning phase, mm. uh, but I took that out because I thought, who needs to plan? You don't oh, yeah. need but, to plan ahead. But no. each no. individual player will need to finalise uh, their own political, um, uh, their parties. I, I assume every player will play a party. Yeah, that would make so sense. So yeah. we would have a party phase. Okay. It's nowhere yeah. near as exciting as it sounds. Just like most things in politics. Yeah. Will so, there be hats and streamers? Only for the winner at the end. Okay, that's good. And that's only when they then leave. But what you do, you you will generate your own party stunts on the the, the big issues, those hot topics, uh, potentially drawn randomly from a deck, as Ah. it seems most people have done. Now, in a homage to Monopoly, I've already named these... Okay. Uh, so when you're drawing your politicians for your, your particular stance, uh, you draw chancer cards. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, with well-known uh, political figures um, such as Nigel Barrage, uh, the old army colonel um, who just talks bluff and bluster and no one actually knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Uh, drinks a lot of beer. Uh, or Theresa Might. Bryce Thompson, the village idiot that's... Uh finally managed to make his way onto the big screen and have his 50 minutes of um, fame before everyone realises what a fucking idiot he is. Yes. Um, you could have David Hammeron and his cabinet of pigs. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, All intimately known by him. Yes. I think that's enough. I think this is going to be... Yeah. I mean, so, how many how many players are we going to have in this board game? Well, well you'd think there'd be Remain and Leave, but actually, yeah. in each... I think within each side, there should be separate camps that aren't allowed to talk or formulate strategy I together. completely agree. Yeah. Um, I think this will be a two-to-four player game. Yeah. So you can either just have Remain versus Leave, yeah. or you can split the, split yes. the Remainers, yeah. split the Leavers, and have everyone at each other's throats throughout. Yes, yeah. Excellent. Sounds good. Oh, we um, need to be a halfway point swapping of of sides. I think alliance switching and side switching is definitely on the cards. Yeah. Um, whether you, yeah, whether you want to do it or not sometimes. Yes. Um, yes, yeah, yeah, we, we start with this phase where you generate your party and you go, okay, well, apparently we hate immigrants and 
want to restore this, but also you might get a massively conflicting idea. Yeah. Like, we want to close the borders, but we also need people to sort the mess out that we're going to create. So we're going to have to hire other people in from abroad to, uh, to potentially Yeah, or you want to problems. close the borders, but you also want access to the common market that dictates you must keep the borders open. Yeah. And what I'm thinking there is maybe some kind of hidden objective card where you keep some of these secret yes. so that other people don't actually know until after you voted now so it's kind of like a, a twist it's like ah you thought this was happening but actually bang a bit like uh, dead of winter where you go i'm the betrayer it's like ah actually you're not getting anything that you voted for because i've got this secret some objective. of the things that i've got yeah. down, I've, I've have noted down uh, hidden agenda cards are exactly yeah. uh, my first idea when this came up yeah yeah, yeah. um so one of which could be you have to resign at the end even if you won Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, is that I, the um, is that the shit? Oh shit! I didn't think it, this would work. Card. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you have to you have to play with all of your objective cards face down. Yeah. Okay. Uh, to simulate the fact you don't actually have a plan. Yeah. 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 That's good. That's good. And that actually, I mean, that that helps replace the planning phase that I had already. Discussed. Yeah. Well, I, yes. I think that there's um, like my my second phase would be the. Um, what I've uh, termed here is the, the lies phase, okay. where everyone sits there and promises a bunch of stuff. So we're going from like a card game now to sort of like a bluffing game? Uh, potentially. Uh, yeah. these, these bluffs could come on cards as prompts, or it could just be uh, you, mm. you just make up whatever shit comes onto your head. Yeah, yeah. You, you shout at people until they agree with you. Um, um, are, we, are we saying we can be kind of called out and then the cards have to be revealed and you could be... Show no, no, I've definitely got the card stage. here that states that I don't like immigrants. Yeah. Um, no, you don't, because your family are immigrants. Um, or any other kind of bullshit. Oh, yeah, when we... when Because we, we did have a go at this earlier. That was the one you got with um, Nigel Barrage, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, it's like his... His conflict card or whatever it was you'd come up with was... It kind of didn't work, did it? No, it, <laughs> to be fair, it hadn't been thought through at all... Yeah, um, and probably should have just been taken out at the beginning. But I, I like the way that this sort of this drawing of cards. I mean, it it simulates the way that really political issues aren't exactly cut and shut, are they? Well, yes, they're, they're yeah. quite, there's quite a lot of depth there, and there's like a lot of replayability value, especially if you have a team petition at the end and everyone decides they want to do it again. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, so I thought during this, well, again, one of your hidden agenda cards. If you're going to move into having this lies phase. Mm. Um, no, I think these potentially could be cards because I think you could score points on how much you've actually managed to implement from of, of the things you were lying about. Yeah. Uh, and one of one of your hidden agendas could be that you're not allowed to actually implement a single thing that you have promised. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So I think are, that's like a the trump card almost. It's, yeah. Yeah. This yeah. is it. Um, so yeah. I, I, I quite like this idea of a, a lies phase. It seems to be a massive point in any political undertaking that seems to go on. Yes, certainly. certainly yeah. um, you know, you, you rile up the people, you try and gain votes. Now, I think in this, um, votes should definitely be the currency that we're dealing in. Yes. Uh, and I think you can spend votes to simulate how you will completely write off certain people that would vote for you uh, to achieve more things later on. So, yeah, you might be able to spend your... Um, you, you lose some votes by uh, playing your hate the gays card. It might cost you four votes to play that. Yes. Um, but at the same time, later on, you can cash it in uh, for intolerance, yeah. which gives you an extra ten votes, perhaps. 
Yes, depending yeah. on if yeah. other things have. Uh, so more generic out. hatred seems to benefit you a little bit more. Yeah, I, yeah. Th- I think as um, it, it shows how it's such a, a driving force that if you can, uh, if you can just make someone people hate something enough. Mm. Even if there's no real reason behind it, or yeah. actually you're making yeah. them hate something that's good. Well, if we're going to be having cards in our hand, yeah. you know, I think there should be some sort of like counteraction type section in that. Yeah. You play a card, and then things need to. A bit count. like in um, Spartacus, where you're you're sort of fighting, and then you've got like that intrigue phase, and you go, "Ha ha! No, I have stabbed." Yes. Your yeah, thing. yeah. 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 So you know, you, you play the fighting the forces of communism cards to to counteract the intolerance. Oh, where you immediately blame the left yes. uh, for everything that's happening. Yeah. Which you literally point to the person on your left and you blame them. So it can only be played on the person on your left. Yes. Genius. Yeah, yeah that's like good. That. That's good. And of course, you you um, you can you must refer to the uh, the person who is furthest to the left of the group um, as a dirty socialist. Um, they, the game will come with a dirty anorak for them to wear yeah. um, and a set of... Um, Unenactable principles for them to try and follow and fail. Yes. Does the person sat on the far right perhaps get some kind of top hat and monocle to simulate quite how much of an evil no, villain they are? I kind of thought was imagining a, a more of a, a wig type thing, like a blonde wig that kind of just yeah. flops over the, your that head. Wouldn't a little quite bit. fit on anyone's head properly. Yeah. yeah if we but, did a historical expansion, we could um, introduce a range of uh, rightmost mustaches as well. Yeah. For people to wear while they play. So you're already thinking of the. Uh... Oh, I've got a lot of ideas for expansions. <laughs> actually, I'm thinking they could be Kickstarter goals. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. Because there's no, there's nothing quite like promising people the world and then adding the moon on top just in case. Ooh. What I quite like as well is I quite like asymmetric games where people are playing like it's different to be on different sides. It yeah. adds replay value. Yeah. It yeah. simulates the real world more. So what I was thinking is for those who are playing on the leave camp, mm. um, what I was thinking was an orders phase where you have a pile of cuttings from uh, the Sun and the Daily Mail and you draw your orders from there. Okay, you have yeah. to enact those each turn before yeah. you play. Yeah, definitely. So if we've gone that, what, what are we having as a counterpoint for the, the Remain uh, Twitter, Twitter or Facebook posts, maybe? Yeah, um, and a picture of a headless chicken yes. that you can just sort of look at while they're doing their thing. Just, yeah. What? Yeah. what? Yeah. yeah, that's definitely. good. Um, it just gives them something to do, something to consider. Now, this idea of asymmetric gaming, we could really take... Um, so you're a Remain, Remain player... Yeah, you've got mm-hmm. a handful of argument cards. Now, unlike the Leave campaign, who get to play their argument cards before the referendum, the Remain campaign can only play their arguments after the referendum well, in no, the bitching and whining phase. They're allowed to play Ooh. them, but they have to be played face down and can only be taken notice of after the referendum yeah, has occurred. Yeah, occurred. definitely. Yeah, yeah. We've been talking about sort of influence voters. Yeah. Now, what we've got is I, I picture this having a bag of a um, hundred voters, each representing one percent of the, the population. Yeah. Uh, we could use some funky meeples. Yeah. Um, Would it be safer just to keep them all white? Um, no, no. There will be different coloured meeples, but those ones will be removed and placed in set areas where they're going to vote. Okay, generally, Poss- possibly then at the end of the game, you could move all of those of a any any kind of off-white colour into a yeah. into a boat to ship off somewhere yeah. else. No, no. I've got I've got a really good idea okay. for those. Um, 
What we do is, though is, first of all, it takes a bit of time to set up, but it does accurately simulate politics, is you draw 45 meeples and place them under yes, and 45 meeples under no. Okay. This gives you the people who'd already decided the moment the referendum was um, announced. Yes, yeah. yeah. Then what you're doing is you then place the other ten meeples in the middle and they're the ones that you're fighting for. Mm. What this means is that instead of trying to target those 90% meeples um, with anything that you're doing, they've already decided. So you just target the 10% in the middle. You just target the 10% there. And I mean, that's really, really British because under our first past the post system, you know, we have safe seats, we have places that are never going to vote for the people that they don't like. Ooh. So really, politics is kind of squashed in just to focus on this narrow band of people that can't make their mind up and are easily frightened. Yeah. So what we're yeah, going to yeah. do is is really we're going to focus in on those 10%. Okay. Are we going to include um, some kind of map with this? Yes. I mean, we yeah, can definitely. always... Well, it's an inflatable... Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but uh, I mean, I, I would guess then you can uh, you can take a lot of areas um, just completely out. Yes, yeah, yeah I mean... Uh, so rather than, rather than having... Uh, you don't need Scotland in there, to be honest. Yes. No, mean, no, I mean, but rather than having this whole map, I mean, even even if you're doing it by constituency, um, a lot of them, like as Brian said, you just, just write off. So actually, you're only playing with this 10% that are left over. Yeah. yeah. And you might have, I, I don't know, like, well, here we're going to have Coventry and just just a couple of different areas as individual inflatables yeah 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 um now one of the big things in games as well is it can be sort of <clears throat> contentious especially in a game without dice and i'm feeling um that brexit the board game will work best as a euro game yeah until we've stopped and got to this play. yeah to once, this. once we've reached the actual brexit phase it will then become very very ameritrash very very quickly yeah yeah, yeah. yeah definitely um so you know I'm, I'm thinking during that phase because you don't roll dice in a in a euro game yeah uh, because of brussels damn you brussels i mean there is there is a fair chance that you, you might have dice included um, but I would I would assume you, you'll, you'll be telling your players you don't use these at this point. What we're doing here is we're accurately simulating how the immigrants have come over and stolen the nice things, and you can't have them straight away. But later on, once you've once you've decided what's going on, you get the nice things back. Yeah, and it, I mean it simulates the the chaos and unpredictability of taking a massive political decision without thinking through the consequences by bringing in the dice halfway through. Yeah. I've not seen a game that actually combines the two in such a way. So no. I think that's a unique selling point. Yes, yeah. Um, it's just a shame that really because we could corner the market in Europe and in America, sort of selling it in different ways. But of course, export duty will probably fly through the roof, so no one will be able to buy it. Um, but in a in a board game, there's lots of different ways to work out who goes first. Mm-hmm. Like um, when we play Ice Call, uh, the penguin flicking simulator, um, it's whoever last saw a penguin gets to go first. Uh, the official rules of Cards Against Humanity are whoever last had a poo yeah. uh, gets to go first, um, which is always fun to discuss with your friends. Um, so what I'm thinking in Brexit the board game um, the oldest player gets to go first second and third okay yeah yeah and then the youngest player has to sit outside 
Yes. Yeah, I mean, p- potentially. I, I think you might be able to work in a system of terrible life choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whoever's made the worst life choices gets to go first and have more say. Yes, yeah, that could work too. Um, Although I do like the, 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 old, the older player getting an advantage. Yeah, uh, the younger player can still interact, but it's only by occasionally shoving a small card through the door. Just that could be ignored by the rest of the players. Yeah, they it can, just builds up on the other side. Yeah, they have a little sheet of scrap paper and they can write requests and notes and just sort of push it through the door. But no one has to listen to them. Yes, um, especially if you play the "but I'm doing it for my grandkids" card. Because why would you listen to young people when you're when you're taking actions for your grandkids? Oh yes, well, yeah. you obviously know better than them as well. You've had all this experience and all this yeah. time to build up the hatred and the intolerance, and so you might as well be yeah. putting it to use. Now, in the event of a tiebreaker, um, I'd like to include um, a little bit of litmus paper because I think the bitterest person should go first and have the biggest say. Okay. Yeah, including a, a small a small stack of. Mm. It will also come in useful for testing the uh, the purity of your drinking water. Yes, yeah. Um, once capitalism has been freed from the shackles of EU bureaucracy, damn you, Brussels! Um, and can sell us whatever the fuck it likes in whatever kind of container next to an obscenely bent banana. Yes. Which um, you we will finally be able to buy in bunches bigger than three. Yes, because I, I, I generally, I mean, it, we're having a bit of fun pitching a board game, but it has really upset me that if I've ever wanted to eat more than three bananas, I've had to make multiple shop, trips to the shop. Yeah. Now, it's a bit like paracetamol. If you eat enough bananas, you will die of potassium poisoning. Yes, um, yeah. So I can understand why it was put in. Um, but, you know... We're grown people. There's no such thing as children in Britain. We don't need to help protect them. Well, no. If they're stupid enough to eat 426 obscenely bent bananas, well, that's their own fault and we'd be a better country without them. Are we allowed bananas anymore? Um, yes, but they're going to cost an absolute fortune to import. Yeah, so you're only going to be able to afford probably one now. Yeah, you'll. it'll be like after the second world war where they gave uh, kids oranges and they bit straight into the skin because they didn't know what they were anymore I mean, I'm surely surely this country's that great we can grow our own we don't need other people to well what, what's really good things, is um, yeah. I mean we can include some of this in the, the post Brexit phase um, what I'm like in, starting to think of as the um, unfettered capitalistic destruction phase mm. um, or the I, I was just going to call it the apocalyptic phase at the end of the game but yeah yeah, yeah. Um, is that before or after the regrets phase um, the 10 minute win I think halfway through you um, you split into the regrets phase once you've started the apocalypse phase everyone gets a chance to voice their regrets no I yeah. think what needs to happen is the, 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 the board needs to come with a particularly sharp saw so you can literally cut the uh, the playing surface you're playing on in half so the ones who are on remain or on leave remain can then sit on one side of the table having their 10 minute winch the yep. 10 minute winch phase and then uh, the leave voters can have their 10 minute regret phase yeah. yeah, definitely. I mean, and actually, again, this this freedom of regulations means that including such a potentially dangerous object within a board game is probably just going to be fine. Ooh. Yeah, because um, we make our own rules now. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. Well, that maybe needs to be included in the game. We we need a. At the end of the game, if you won, you can change any of the previous rules to suit you better. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Um, what I'm thinking as well is, I mean, we talked about the orders phase for the leave voters. Mm. 
yeah, once <coughs> Brexit has been achieved, uh, you need to immediately pick up all the media cards and discard them. Mm-hmm. Literally, you need to make sure that they've actually been deleted and no one's allowed to talk about them. Yeah. You need to pretend they never happened. Because and it goes for the uh, Leave campaigns pledges as well. Yeah, uh, I mean to so simulate a, the mass deletion of websites and campaigns. So I mean, if, if, yeah. even if you've gone to the extent of writing something on the side of a bus that no longer counts, you can ignore everything that's been done. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what you do is you then draw um, the second Murdoch deck. Yeah. Uh, you place that down, and it has lots and lots of orders that are pretty much the exact opposite of what you've just been working to achieve. Yeah. We're thinking this will add challenge. Mm-hmm. Yes. So as the uh, as the media turns on you, yeah. Um, it will sort of add a little bit of uh, spice to what's going well, on. It will build up the amount of regret points because uh, if regret reaches um, a certain level. Um, then you can enter what I think is probably going to be the most exciting part, uh, which is the rioting and looting section of the game. Yes. Um, which involves uh, smashing tiny shop windows and looting little plastic DVDs. Almost very similar to a game of Operation. Yes. Uh, yeah, it is. You have to. You but have rather to, than tweezers, you get a crowbar and a set of lockpicks, and you and, have to try and make your way yeah, into. Yeah. And a little plastic member of the underclass that you sort of <laughs> you you push his legs together and his hand clamps. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then once you're done with him, you can put him outside the plastic job centre. Um, and just forget about him. Yeah. I mean, with this, we're very much talking as if um, Brexit is this inevitable thing that's going to happen within the game. There is a stage where Brexit has been achieved. Yes. Now, are we going to actually allow the the Leave camp any kind of way of um, restoring sanity to the nation, or... Are we actually just going to play out that? Oh, wow, it's kind of tough shit. You you, you weren't ever going to win anyway, and um, leave everything descending into chaos. I think it should be the tough shit winger's phase. Yeah, yeah no, you yeah. have to suck it up, deal with it. I mean, you you know inevitably if you play the leave camp, you're not going to win. But you know, you you can't say anything about it, otherwise you lose. Yeah, yeah I think it's 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 interesting. Um, I think. Whoever's playing the part of the EU in this um, can invoke, if they've managed to draw throughout the game, the invoke EU precedent card. Mm-hmm. Um, if it looks like uh, Leave are about to win, they can play that and just force everyone to have the referendum again and again and again until they agree. Um, it's uh, what I like to think of as um, an Irish subclause within the game. Ooh. Okay. Um if Leave managed to win, what we need is a tiny canister of petrol and a single match that ships with the game. What you do is you pour it all over the board, set it on fire, and that's how you win. Mm. But the person who lights the match is the person that loses. The Leave players have to resign as quickly as possible until there's only one left. Yes. They all then win, but the one who actually has to... Uh, has to flick the match is the one that loses. Yes. Because they'll be remembered by history as the person that set the fucking country on fire. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, are we going to... For for team... I mean, obviously, at this, this point, um, playing on Team Leave sounds so much more exciting. You get to watch the entire country burn. Yeah. Um, you get that vicarious thrill of saying things that you haven't been allowed to say for years and years. Because yeah. damn you, Brussels! But, I mean, are, are we going to include, like, tiny, maybe inch-square uh, fire blankets... Passed out one to each of the uh, the remain side yeah. to possibly try and uh, 
Quell the Flames. Mm. Quell, is Quell the right word? Yeah, Quell the Flames. Yeah, yeah, flames, yeah. Good. Um, What I'd quite like to do, though, is to secretly soak them in paraffin so that their attempts to try and put things out only make things worse. Yes, yeah. Um, I did have another thought. You know, we've got the... Um, the 45, 45, and 10 meeples. Yes. What we actually need to simulate young people. So what we need to do is the youngest meeples, the smallest meeples, yeah. we put back in the bag because they're too busy playing on their Xboxes. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, yeah, the smallest meeples, we actually put them um, in a special social media box. Yes. Um, yeah. Which is full of Twitter feeds, Tumblr pictures, uh, and Ooh. hardcore internet pornography. Yes, yeah. Um, where, where they're slightly sheltered from the the fear and the rage yeah. that the other meeples are going yeah. through, but when the but they don't vote. No, that's the key thing. Well, they're they not inspired to. No, no, no. If you do really, really well, if you make a really, really good cat meme using a selection, we could probably collect the pictures. You know, like in. Um, Tokaido, where you, oh, yes. you yeah. visit thing, you could visit like catteries and um, patriotic locations as you move around the country. RSPCA showers. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely, and um, create a cat meme. And if you can fit, you can push the cat meme once you've got the little pieces together yeah, yeah. into the social media bubble, and a single youth photo will fall out. Yes. And you can place them where you like. What I think might be important for this box, though, is once the campaign's finished and we're into the uh, the Brexit phase. Yeah, um, it. Needs Needs to, uh, yeah. The, the remain voters can open it if they like, and there's a there's a audio effect of uh, screaming that uh, comes from the box. Yeah, that obviously the Leave campaign is going to just slap down and shut shut whenever they need to. We could put that on an app. Yes, we, we yeah. yeah, definitely. Um, so once that's happened, once the box is open, you press a button and you get these terrified cries of "What have you done?" Mm. Yes. Um, yeah, but they need to be easily drowned out. Yes. I mean, yeah, I agree. They, they do need to be easily drowned out. And what you have is you have a, a second button to be pressed yeah. uh, by the Leave team yes. saying, we're sorry, we didn't think it would happen. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do think that, I mean, it's quite a key part of the game, releasing these youth voters. Um, so I think we should definitely have a whinging and entitlement phase. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. That could also be where some of the resignations come in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they have to be spaced out over a day. You yeah. can't all resign at the same time. No, yeah. yes, yes. Um, so you each get your your little moment. Yeah. In fact, I think I think that we should um, that the phase immediately after Brexit should be known as the fantasy economics and regrets phase or fear for short. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. So I mean, we've got quite a complex game here. It's almost it's almost too difficult for for any of us to really um, really get our heads round. Yeah. So, um, one player gets to be Michael Gove. Okay. Now, Michael Gove um, has a special clause that he can invoke, um, which is known as the we're all tired of listening to experts rule. Yes. Yeah. What he can do then is he's allowed to take the rule book, rip it up, yeah. and then just tell everyone how it should work. Yeah, yeah. And everyone just has to do as he says. Yeah, I mean... Uh, I think that's actually a perfect simulation of um, of politics. I mean, because no one really does know what's happening and what's going on. No, no. And, um, yeah, being able to have one person just tell us actually how, how things should be. Mm, yeah. And ignore all these experts and people that have actually read the rules and understand how games work. They're just not... But, uh, yeah, I think, I think, to be fair, 
the person who plays that role has to be the person who's played the least games, possibly has never played a game before. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, when you're drawing your chances at the beginning, I mean, you've got... I think just to sort of balance things out, because obviously none of them can be good at everything. Oh, yeah. But I think if you have the politics, philosophy and economics from Oxford or Cambridge card... Yes. Um, then that should allow you, uh, coupled with the lifelong service in politics and never had a real job uh, cards, uh, basically to make a bluff roll and on a two plus you can just do what you like. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming the dice we're including goes from, what, two to seven? Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Um, because, again, we want to accurately simulate real-world circumstances. Yeah. Um, so... I'm thinking possibly the um, the poorest player isn't actually allowed to talk while they play. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that the richest player gets a megaphone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And possibly one of those trumpets because obviously we we don't we don't want things that require power to work. That's very true. Um does it possibly need like um an anal attachment? So you can blow it out your ass. I think that that's adding a level of realism that may not be necessary in the game, no. but um, it's definitely something that could be a stretch goal. Yeah. So, yeah, we've got a, a game of two halves um, with um, quite a dignified Euro trash simulation followed by an, a merry trash uh, descent into bickering, arguing and yeah. player elimination, possibly in the real world. Yeah, but, but in within doing this, we've we've managed to accurately simulate the dynamic tedium and ridiculous lie spewing that that comes with politics. Yes, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking maybe our our simulate. We we need to really play on the unique features of this game. Yeah, um, you know, so we could have more divisive than Monopoly. Yeah, more arguments than resistance. Completely unrelatable. Yes, yeah, we could really sort of push these unique selling points um, to the uh, to the game, um, and, and more fear than atmosphere. Yes, yeah. oh yeah, the scariest, the scariest, most divisive game you'll ever play. Yeah, excellent. So we've got with our... real world implications. Yes, um, I'm just thinking. Then just moving on slightly. Um, to some of these expansions for the Kickstarter. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm thinking of having the America Fiery Republican Apocalypse expansion mm, yeah. uh, introduces a brand new shooting phase to the game, which wouldn't necessarily. Could could we could we have a a slightly light-hearted name for this bit? Maybe. Yeah. Like yeah. bad hair, bad decisions. Yeah, that could be good. Works as quite a, quite a nice title um, for that expansion, yeah, perhaps. Yeah, that's yeah. quite well. Yeah. Um, the from my cold dead hand. Uh, expansion we mm. could possibly call that that could be quite good um, I'm thinking also maybe we could ship with, with some other maps Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking maybe a Middle East map um, which is exactly the same game but it has all the democracy removed and a really explosive conclusion so finally what we need, need is a system to work out who the winner is so once the game has completed um, hopefully you'll hate your fellow players both those on the other side because of the deep divisions that this game has uh, revealed yeah. and also the same the people on your own side for either not playing correctly 
in the way that you determine after they've played. Mm -hmm. um, and you can possibly call for their resignation. Yeah. Uh, possibly. Um, I'm thinking maybe of it coming with a bunch of um, Labour-themed knives to plunge into the leader of the Remain campaign's back. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um, we need to make sure they go through the scruffy anorak. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, all coloured in red with uh, different ridiculous slogans written on. Yeah, it. definitely. Um, like solidarity. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Solidarity knives. That's what we'll call them. Yeah. Um, and um, there's no point having principles if you can't have power. That'd be Ooh. a nice sort of slogan to Ooh. go on. Go on one of those. Uh, those. Knives. I could go on the side of the box. <laughs> yes, <laughs> definitely. So remember, if, if the Leave campaign win, then it's person who doesn't have to set fire to the country yes um but um that was what i was saying um so hopefully because everyone hates everyone what what you need to do is you open up an envelope and it just says remember how much money you paid for this and the people that win every single game of brexit the board game are us the people making money out of it yes the people who are profiting from the fear division and hatred that has been sown by our game. Mm. So we'll be laughing all the way to the bank. Um, while it's Assuming still... they're still functioning at this point. So we'll be uh, we'll be enjoying all the profits from the Kickstarter in the Cayman Islands and not paying any tax um, while you are left fighting amongst yourselves in a room that smells of burning country. Yeah. Um, while the young people scrabble at the door desperate to be let in sounds good yeah uh, what we'd like then is if you've got any ideas on how we could improve our kickstarter for brexit the uh, the board game um if you want to pledge some money already yeah if, um, if you're if you're scared or convinced enough to to want to back it straight away you've already yeah. made your mind up on what's going to happen yeah yeah then feel free to ignore everything you've just heard and do what you like yeah 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 um, so you can follow us on uh, twitter at critical underscore twits yeah. you can subscribe um, to hear how successful this Kickstarter campaign is going to be and mm. to get updates for when it goes live. Um, you can subscribe on SoundCloud and on YouTube. Uh, best double down and make sure. Um, you know, There's nothing like hedging your bets, spreading your principles and making sure you've got a foot in both camps in case it goes either way. Yeah. That's always good, isn't it? Um, and um, yeah, you can, you can also send us uh, an email if you don't like the idea of Brexit the board game, um, then you can go to change.org um, yeah. and sign a pointless petition that is in absolutely no way going to stop us uh, profiting from all this politics. Yeah. Or um, potentially just move to Europe and uh, potentially avoid the whole horrible situation in any way. But yeah. everyone will hate you because of... The decisions yeah. all your friends have made to buy the board game. Yes, yeah. I mean there is an option for that in the uh, in the game. Um, yeah, um, and what we're looking to do, uh, just as a final final thing, if we can double our money um, on the Kickstarter to get twice as much as we want, mm -hmm. um, we will institute uh, the repatriation phase. Yeah, um, it will be the first worker displacement game in existence, Ooh. where you remove key workers from the NHS, from agriculture, from construction, um, and just very gently put them in the bin. Yes. Um, uh, so this has been the Critical Twits 
Game Jam stroke Kickstarter launch for Brexit, the board game. Yeah. Um, I am uh, Brian Ennis, and I would just like to formally announce my resignation from the Critical Twits Gaming podcast. Um, I feel that we have got the podcast to exactly where I want it to be, and now I want my life back. Yeah. Thank you very much. Um, I've been Aaron Ravinsky, and I've formally put myself forward to be head of the Critical Twits because ultimately I'm the one who chooses who gets chopped and changed anyway. Yeah, and I'm Joe Lewin and as someone who has recently joined I will be uh, first on the boat back so I don't actually get a say in what's going on anyway. Yeah. Don't look at me, I've resigned. We've been through. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Aaron. <laughs> it's almost like since I've gone no one can show any leadership. <laughs>